Good morning, y'all. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. What's up? We missed you. How are you doing? Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. My name is Juan. I'm Abby. And I'm Nina. And if you're new here, go back to episode zero and come back when you're all caught up, please. <laughs> yes. Thanks for there's asking. A lot to, there's a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. You don't know how Nina got here because <laughs> Nina wasn't always here. So r- run it back. You got a lot to learn about me, about Abby, about us, how we got here. It'll be a lot more fun, trust me. But anyway, uh, we came back this week after what feels like we haven't, the three of us haven't really like sat down together Mm -hmm. in what feels like almost two to three weeks. We've just been coexisting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And in the meantime, like we've been traveling. We were on an island for a weekend. Mm -hmm. Just quick spur of the moment wedding. Mm -hmm. Made that happen. Mm -hmm. Nina, you're... My my tire fell off <laughs> yeah, like, of my car. <laughs> and we're laughing, but I got Looney Tune. I was gonna say, what well, you got Looney Tune? Like it just kept rolling away. I'm sitting in my car and I see my car lean to the side and my car tire rolling away. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me, is that me? mine? <laughs> oh man! So yeah, some some stuff happened. Yes. A lot of stuff happened. Yes. In the meantime. Mm-hmm. But we're here to kind of bring it all back in, <laughs> as well as my puberty. Jeez. <clears throat> Not only is the pollen killing me, but man, my puberty. voice will never stop cracking. I'm mm-hmm. 25. <laughs> anyway, we're trying to bring it back, slow mm-hmm. it down a little bit. We uh, wanted to ask ourselves some thought provoking questions to pick our brains we haven't done that in a while mm-hmm. yes ma'am do you want me to say mine first yes okay all right <laughs> all right so my question comes from uh, a book that i was filling out but i was not consistent and stopped but i, I think i previously mentioned this book in a episode like earlier on so you know um it's called a year of zen so the question is about silence and it says Silence is both external and internal. We are often quite starved for it, even as we may find it uncomfortable. What is your relationship to silence? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So we were kind of, uh, we started, we started talking about it and then we were like, oh man, yeah, here we we go. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Juan had literally minutes ago messed something up, and then he said to me that um, I was probably judging him on the inside. And I said, no, sir, I am not. You are just projecting your own, I guess, yeah, thoughts onto me. And I agreed. And I related it to this question about how he doesn't have internal silence Mm -hmm. and... I have internal silence. I don't have external silence. Mm. So I would say that like in my relationship to silence, I have external silence. I need a lot of alone time. Like externally, I need the actual room to be quiet because I feel like I don't get that enough. Mm -hmm. Whereas I can quiet my mind and just go through the motions, which like obviously isn't the best thing to do, but I can do it. And I, I'm fairly good at doing it, and I think it's because I have a lot of patience. 
So there's a quote that I saw recently that I feel like I relate to a lot because I don't have that constant like voice going in my head. But it said, if I don't have certainty, I can have patience. And I feel like I relate that to that a lot because like... Wait, say it again. If I can't have certainty, I can have patience. Ah. Right? Yeah. So if you can't be certain, you can be patient. So I feel like I... When I saw that, I was like, wow, I relate to that a lot because I don't... I get stressed out. That's not to say that I don't get stressed out about anything and I don't have like internal what are they called intrusive thoughts Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but in terms of like thinking so much about it and working myself up Mm -hmm. I don't really do that that often I do in situations that I feel like are serious or dire or I'm part of a commitment or I need to get something done if I like you know if somebody's depending on me then I will but if it's like you know like money related or anything i i just i don't worry about it i feel like it'll get figured out i'm not Mm -hmm. like really that worried about it and i don't think this is a conversation we've ever had before no (laughs) are you surprised yeah i see the gears turning and i'm just like oh yeah so like it gets me stressed out when Juan gets stressed out right because i'm like should i be stressed guys Mm -hmm. i'm always stressed like do but you like, not see all my gray hairs? Yeah. Mm. But like realistically. Everyone calls them out every day. Yeah, that's true. I got called out today Damn. about it. Yeah. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. It's okay. Continue. But realistically, in like an individual sense, like money doesn't stress me out. I'm like, oh, it'll get paid. I can ask somebody for it. If I really need to, like I can just ask somebody for it. I'll sell my feet pics online. Yeah. Like I the dogs, <laughs> the bear dogs, the bear dogs. Bear, I will you're only not show, even showing the bear dogs now. I'll show the bear dogs for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, like I'm just, I'm not worried about it. Like there was a list of things in my head today that I was like, oh, you know, those are obligations I should have done a month ago. Mm, um, that makes my skin crawl. And I literally was sitting in the bathroom because Jewel was brushing her teeth. This was first thing this morning. And I was like, oh, shit, I never got that done. I should probably do that. And then I came down here and I was like, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like, unless somebody's beating down my door and like really needs it right then and there, it'll get done. Like, I'm not worried about it. What are you going to do? Arrest me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's crazy because I I can, I relate to both Juan and Abby. Like I definitely get the, the, yes, I do stress about money sometimes, but I get the whole like, it'll get figured out. I can always earn it back. That's why I'm always like buying my little K-pop albums. I'm like, (laughs) treat myself. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. As long as I can get the bills paid in time and whatever. Um, Even if I'm just getting by. But I also understand one because I also I'm a huge overthinker with like things about myself, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like I it was almost or not almost to the point. It was to the point. I've gotten better at it. I'll like stop myself now and be like, hey, it's not that deep. It's not that serious. Let it be. Let it go. I would like because I used to think that I was. And I still, I guess, kind of think I'm, like, really obnoxious. Like, when I'm in 
a comfortable setting because I'm introverted. So when I first meet people, I'm very shy. But I think you guys can attest to the fact that I'm very much not shy. Yeah, gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I love. (laughs) Like, you're fucking gross. Yeah. (laughs) But if you first meet me, I'm very reserved and I'm quiet and I don't, unless I'm in, a again, a comfortable setting. And when I feel like I am in a comfortable setting with people that I'm not super familiar with, I'm like, oh man, I'm getting too comfortable and I'm being loud and obnoxious. So after that scenario, I would overthink literally everything I said. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that was really, that was obnoxious. I shouldn't say that the next time I'm out with someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really dumb of me to do. That was silly of me to do. Oh, maybe I made them feel this way about the way I said that. What if I hurt their feelings the way I said this? Like it would over and over and over again. So you like, overthink in terms of the past? Like, yes. Yeah. That's where your brain goes. Right. Like what, what I could have done, what should have been done, the, uh, what's about to be. Uh, but I do it also with the future. To, like no, with, I was going to say my main is like next, I'm constantly next? in a state of stay on your toes mm-hmm. and like, like I told Abby today, like she, I was in the kitchen cutting the mangoes and this all started because I got home and then she was sitting there and she was like, Jewel needs attention. She needs a lot of attention today. Like when you're done your shower, like just come play with her. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. Well, she was preoccupied when I came down and then I was like, all right, well, Abby has Jewel. So I don't want to just sit next to her because I feel like she's going to be upset with me that I'm either not playing with Jewel or I noticed the dishes weren't done. So I'm going to go do dishes. But also I uh, haven't cooked dinner all week. So Nina just did it the other day or you guys did it together last night. So I haven't done my share of cleaning the dishes or uh, like cooking dinner. So I went out there and I was like, oh, can't do either of these mm-hmm. right na- right this second because these mangoes need cut. So yeah. I cut the mangoes and she's like, hey, what's wrong? And I'm like, hey, but I feel like I need to do something like because I'm upset. Uh, I mean, granted, that's not all about the future, but I'm like, I know all of these things need to be done right. and I see it. And it's like I am hyper aware of what I have to do or what I'm capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and everything I do is not enough. Like mm-hmm. I am all, between my regular eight hours at work and then coming home, like I don't even have the time to like think about it for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I just recently started going back to the gym two days ago, like because of all the overtime I've been putting mm-hmm. into work, like I know I need to get this done and everyone else is doing this overtime. So I need to be a part of it or else it's all going to fall on me and it'll be my like, my anxiety comes from not being able to get things done or mm-hmm. seeing the, like I, I automatically put the weight on my shoulders before the weight's even presented, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. none Definitely. of these scenarios rarely happen. So like right. you premeditate the weight. Oh, every time. Ooh. And then I'm like, because, <clears throat> because I'm aware of it, I'm like, None of this has happened yet. Like, I, there are days where it's easier for me to slow myself down and be like, dude, look at what you have done, though. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I say it in a smart-ass way sometimes, but I'm like, 
I'm the only man for the job or like I fucking got it. Like no one's going to do it better than me, so I'm going to do it. And then that kind of like motivates me into it, but then that only lasts for so long mm-hmm. where that gets a little toxic cuz then I'm like I'm fucked, but I'm I'm fucking beat and like I just want to like, like I told you yesterday. Sword. Yeah, I told you yesterday. I was like I just want to sit. But my body's like, no, there's things that need to be done, like get them done. And like, that's part of the internal silence. Like, I can't, can't sit, just sit. I can outwardly be dead silent, quiet, minding my business. And mm-hmm. like, I can physically silence myself. Mm-hmm. But internally. But your thoughts are going miles a minute. My thoughts, then my heart gets going. And then I'm just like, I constantly. She yelled at me for <laughs> pacing around. Like, I need to constantly <laughs> move, and it helps me focus. Like, mm-hmm. I was more att- – if, if you want me to stand still in front of you and listen to you, I can't. I'm mm-hmm. not going to remember it because I'm going to be focusing on that weird stain that's, like, on your shirt. Or, like, I I need to move to do something mm-hmm. else. Now, granted, this might be all signs of a lot more going on up here up and in here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on up here, mm-hmm. and there I have yet to find a way to like really calm me inside. Because well, I don't want to say because because I don't fucking know. Like I don't know why I haven't been able to do it. But like, there are days where it's easier than others. Mm-hmm. There are days where I'm like completely swallowed by my thoughts and then I spiral constantly like Mm. and it's all just made up like 90% of the time it's made up or it ends up turning into something because my emotions made it something like I will be so worked up just by the way that you like walked past me or I noticed you huffed after I said or did something that may or may not have even did anything to you when in all reality you could have just been taking a deep breath and I'm just like, nope, uh, that action you did right there or you got too close or you said something to Jewel you weren't supposed to or she asked you to do that already and you still haven't get off your ass now. Mm-hmm. Just from a simple breath, all in the span of like three seconds. And then I get up and have to find something to do to kind of like make up for it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you do know now. Like, I'm glad we had this conversation because now you know that, like, I'm really not. But I'm not worried about it. I got to work on it because there's no way I'm going to be able to still just believe that. I was about to say that's the the hard part is because I, again, even though I was saying that it it happens to me with, like, stuff that's already happened. But I do get that as well. Like, what you were saying before, I think, before we recorded um, was that you're thinking of, like, all the separate scenarios that could turn out oh yeah like i make such unnecessary split decisions because i give myself multiple options Mm -hmm. because i'm like like, i go to worst case scenario best case scenario in the middle every other scenario in between of what could happen out of that mm -hmm. and it's just like i'm aware of it and it sucks because i'm aware of it but it doesn't help like the intrusive thoughts or like the, the it doesn't help like when i'm like driving and or before I go to bed which is why I need like my music for me to go to bed because otherwise I won't be able to fall asleep because my mind's going a mile a minute Uh and 
that's like the music. I'm like, okay, listen to the sounds, listen to the AC, listen to my little kitty cat, kitty cat clock in the background ticking because I need to focus on other thing. Other that was my shoulder. Jeez. <laughs> other things, so my mind can turn off or like silence or like flatline, like what Abby mm-hmm. was saying. It's just like it's so hard to manage it, even if you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at, because it's like when I'm there, I'm like, all right, I know I feel like this, mm-hmm. but now I'm more mad or upset that I feel like this. Right. And I, one, I can't figure out why, mm-hmm. and two, I can't figure out how to get out of it. Like what I like we were earlier, you were telling, uh, saying about the dinner thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I want you to know, not that it helped, but it still helped me to tell say it out loud i was like well i want you to know like i wouldn't get mad at you like i won't get mad at you if you don't cook dinner if i come home and there's not dinner yet but you were like i know but my head like is telling me otherwise and i can't like you can't flip the switch off like i I get that my brain is always like someone expects something of you constantly get it done Mm. why why childhood trauma I'm going to say the expectations things. I, I get that. I, I feel that part from my childhood, my experience. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Expectations. I have the... I think we can all relate uh, yeah. to the expectations. Yeah, because I have the issue of not being able to, like, turn off my brain and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I need something to, like, stimulate me into right. thinking, not to not thinking, in order to lay down and then go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I need like dead silence. Like the air conditioner can be going, a fan yeah. can be going, something like that. That's not like an issue, but I have a hard time like turning off my brain to like go to sleep because everything that I don't think about during the day just kind of comes back and haunts me in mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. But usually what happens, it depends on the weight of the scenario. Um, if it was like a really heavy day and I went through a lot, then I'll cry about it and I'll get so tired from crying that I'll just go to sleep. Mm. And then other times... Is that healthy? Probably not, but that's... This (laughs) is my routine. Yeah, this is what it... This is what I've been Mm -hmm. doing for the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Damn. Oh. Which leads me into another thing and uh, I can explain that, but I can also keep it short. Um, I was talking... I I guess it has to do with internal and external silence, but um, I was thinking about how I push my emotions out of the way so that I can logically think all of Mm. the time. And I rarely, rarely bring in my emotions to make an emotional choice. And I'm not really led by that. Mm -hmm. So at night when I'm going to sleep, that's when all of the emotional stuff comes in. And that's why I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to cry about this for 15 minutes and then I'll go to sleep because mm-hmm. I'll be so exhausted from feeling all of that all at, at once, once. Mm-hmm. that I'll be like, okay, well now I'm so tired. Good night. And then I do the same thing. I wake up the next day and I'm like, okay, what needs to be done? What do I feel like doing? And that is a lot of my external silence is, uh, I just, I do things when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. That's like how I operate. It's not necessarily like a, uh, procrastination type of thing. Yeah. Like, Juan and I have clothes all over a room right now. Half are folded, half are dirty. Well, not half. Most are folded, some are dirty. It needs cleaned. They're all in a basket. They're all in a basket. We have all of our luggage mm-hmm. from that trip we took. 
It's just all there. I see it. I recognize it. But I'm like, I don't really have the space for this. So I'm not going to deal with it until I feel like dealing with it. And then my internal uh, chaos is telling me, bro, this is your mess too. And she's expecting you to like do your part in picking it up or cleaning it up. Or like she expects you to do it all. Like cleaning up this part of the mess because we've referenced before you're like oh when it comes to cleaning like certain parts of the house you're like i only i'm the only one that does x y or z so Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm like thinking all right she already does this i don't want to add this to the plate and like all right if i don't do it now then i am and then i'm just a piece of shit Mm -mm. all in one thought but no yeah i was saying like throughout that whole thing abby was like nope no like shaking her head because like again it's the whole thing like I know that that's probably not her thought process, but you can't help but have that thought process anyway mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I guess. really saying this shit out loud for the world to listen to. <laughs> yes, sir. So I guess if my strength is internal silence and your, would you say your strength is external silence? But like, what is external silence? So I said mine was like, I need to be physically alone, physically alone. Mm-hmm. The, the world around me needs to be silent in the way that I want it to be silent. Mm-hmm. So if I want to listen to music or whatever, that's whatever my silence is, right? Because I can quiet the inside of mm-hmm. my thoughts and everything. Through but that I, external... But my environment is never silent. That's my issue. My environment is never silent. I'm always with a toddler or you guys. And it's not that I dislike being with a toddler or you guys. It's just (laughs) I don't want to be with a toddler or you guys 24-7. I don't want to be with anybody 24-7. I would love to have like if i could map out my day i would like 12 hours alone and 12 hours with <laughs> everybody else he said yeah. bro why do you think i sleep so much <laughs> i and that's what i get that too because like i think my i guess strong suit is the external if we're talking about the internal versus external mm-hmm. um your style your external silence gives me anxiety too i'm does not it? a lot yep in what may I ask, like in what same way? Same exact way. Right. Because I'm like, well, she lives with us now, and like mm-hmm. I, I see the part she's contributing to taking care of the house and like doing stuff to make sure that you're taking care of yourself mm-hmm. in general. And I'm like, well, do more. Like she's sitting there, or like I'm constantly watching my mood. Because right. I'm like, what uh, did I say? What did I do? How did my body language look when I talked to them? Mm-hmm. And when you just sit there and like, I know it's just, you just do it. Yeah. Like even yeah. the times that you've just come home from college break and you've stayed at our house for three weeks, <laughs> you just sit on the couch and say nothing. And you look down at your phone so or you're playing Animal Crossing. And like, sometimes I'm like, bro, I don't even remember you being there. Like <laughs> you're just behind me playing video games all day. But then other times I'm like, God damn it, what did I do to make her so <laughs> oh, quiet? No. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is every day yeah. for me between the both of you. Yeah. No, I just, again, it's just like, I like, just like Abby, like, we're very similar in that sense. Like, I love, I love being alone. Like, I like being with, by myself. And I feel like I do have 
the ability, not the ability, but yeah, I guess the ability and the, the luxury to be able to like be alone. Cause obviously you guys, I mean, yes, I'm with you guys also kind of 24 seven, but you have a family that you're like, again, like whenever I told you guys when I first moved in, because it's different from when you're friends with someone and actually moving in with them. I was like, I'll tell you straight up. Sometimes I'm going to tell you guys, no, I don't want to do that thing. And I'm going to be alone. I'm mm-hmm. going to do this thing alone instead. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys will ask me. Here. Yeah, no, literally <laughs> like uh, you, maybe you guys ask me go to Target. I might be like, no, I want to be in my room. I'm going to go in my room. Mm-hmm. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. And vice versa. Like, hey, I'm going like over the when you guys were at um, the islands when you were away. My dad, we hung out. But the morning before that, I went to the Asian market to get some stuff and goodies. And my dad, when I told him that later, he was like, oh, man, you should have told me like I wanted to go. And I told him no. I was like, no, I wanted to go alone. That was Mm -hmm. such a beautiful day for me. (laughs) That morning was beautiful. The way I was alone, I could like put my AirPods in, walking around. I could just hear the outside like by myself. And again, external silence, like I still had my music on and I still like did my own things, but I was with myself. And that's like what silence looks like to me, even Mm -hmm. if there's still Mm -hmm. sound. Because like, I don't want to take the silence thing literally. Yeah. But I just mean like, me by myself like I like it and I feel like I have a good sense of like putting my foot down because like I need this for myself right now yeah actually as you're saying that and like relating it back to like your dad and everything Mm -hmm. um I think that's probably a lot a lot of the reason why I am so internally good with silence Mm -hmm. because growing up my family um I was always in my room like I was that teenager that was like oh, what are your friends doing this weekend? And I'm like, I don't care. I'm staying in my room. Mm -hmm. And I didn't go out and I didn't do anything. And I think my parents thought there was like something wrong with me. Like, I'm not sure. (laughs) She can't make any friends, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But they would, um, they, my parents and my brother, they would all like sit out in the living room and watch a movie together. um, And you guys know I hate movies. Yep. Um, (laughs) I hate movies. And, um, so weird. <laughs> and they would watch like football games and hockey games together in the living room. And they would constantly knock on my effing door and be come like, join. why don't you come out with this? You're always stuck in your room. You're always locked up in your room, bro. And I would go sit with them and I would sit there and be like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. Right. Because I don't want to just sit in the living room. Like if mm-hmm. I'm 10 feet away from my freaking bedroom, then... Yeah. That's where I want to be. Yeah. So I think it's because um, a lot of times, like, being with my family and stuff, they're, I've said this before, but they're very assertive. Um, and I can include my brother in that as well. He's he's a little bit assertive. I mean, you have some assertive tendencies, too. I do. I, I do. I was going to say, don't, don't exclude yeah. yourself. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if it's just us, right? Mm-hmm. If it's just us, I'm the least extroverted person there i'm i'm the only introverted person there right and um they when you know it you know what it's like with your family when you talk amongst amongst one another and your opinions are so explosive and everything's Mm -hmm. so serious and it's so like combative and everything Mm. and anytime i would throw out an opinion or something it was very threatening to everybody else so i found that it was safer to just be observant 
Mm-hmm. And so I've always been that way. I'm very like, I just observe. I'm cool with observing. So I learned that I can't observe if I have too many thoughts going on. Okay. So if I'm in fight or flight mode in my head, I can't recognize the situation that's going on around okay. me. So I, you know, was like, okay, we'll just be here. It'll work itself out. And it always did. So I was like, okay, I can, I can roll with that. So I think because I craved being alone so bad and like just being alone with my thoughts to have that moment to really sort through everything, I didn't have external silence. Right. And that is what created like the ability to have the yeah. internal silence. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah. Wow. I get that. Yeah. Wow. And the only reason that I recognize that is because of how often they would talk about not only just like to each other, but to my other family members, like she's always in her room. She's always locked up in her room. She just stays in her room on her laptop. And it was a constant issue. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, but I feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't always want to go out with my friends. Whereas my brother was always like here and there and here and he didn't do sleepovers or anything. Mm -hmm. Like I did sleepovers, but he didn't do sleepovers, but, uh, he would go out and be time. with his friends yeah. and be, you know, do whatever. And he did a lot of, he spent a lot of time with my mm-hmm. parents and I just, I just wanted to be alone. I still want to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why I could probably recognize that now, like as an adult. Yeah. I'm also like, obviously like a little bit older than you guys. So mm-hmm. I also have to take that into consideration. I've had like longer to think about yeah. these things. Right. The elder here. Everybody shut up. The elder. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I think that's why I have the relationship with the silence that I do, the internal mm-hmm. silence, and why I struggle with the external silence mm-hmm. because I'm always fighting for it. Got it. But Got maybe it. that's something for you guys to think about where it stems from. Yeah. Maybe that might help. No, that, that, that was say, interesting. I don't think that, I'm there. Yeah, Yeah, that was interesting to listen to, like, the how Mm -hmm. it got to that point, like, the whole Mm -hmm. observance and, like, I have to be here Mm -hmm. now, present, A lot of that, it was, like, survival. So, Mm -hmm. like, observing was how I was able to survive. Right. And not constantly be, like, I guess belittled or judged or anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I was obviously very different from my brother, which like everybody says, like, you're always going to be different from everybody around Mm -hmm. you, regardless of relation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just didn't crave being around people all the time and they were like what the is going on here so to bring it off full circle abby what is your relationship with silence i have very good internal silence and i crave external silence constantly nina i am the opposite i feel like i'm very good at um, the external silence and making sure i i have that when i need it but I'm not good at the the internal silence because my mind is constantly going all the time and overthinking. Yeah, I'm piggybacking right off mm-hmm. that. I really, I didn't even talk about my external silence. Like I know. <laughs> I said I can do it physically, but like it was just a quick yeah. little blip. But like quickly wrap it up. It's never really affected me because my internal chaos is so loud mm-hmm. that like it affects my external environment. So everything's just in a constant state of just like go get something done, stay on the move and you need to be doing more mm-hmm. all the time. So we're going to, we're going to get that checked out. We're going to see what's going on. 
We're going to figure something out. <laughs> We're right? going to talk about it. We talked about it. I mean, yeah, we talked about it. Now we can it. reflect. Now I'll send this to a professional and see what they have to say. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. And on that note, if you haven't heard it yet, we hope you have a great day. We love you. Peace. Love. And, and apples. Apples. <laughs> <sauce>. Bye. <laughs>